What is going on, Taylor? What's going on, Brandon? How are you doing? Doing good, man. Yet another week where it was supposed to go Tuesday, and we're sitting here on Wednesday doing it, man. Hey, it's kind look, of everybody that watches the show, everybody that watches we like the show, sleep. just uh, we like sleep. Just uh, look out for us on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I, it you was know, sometime yeah. throughout the week we will be on hey, at listen. some point. Listen, this is an important reminder to make sure you hit that subscription button and turn that bell notification. That way you know when we're live because uh, you mm-hmm. can't count on us to apparently Never. meet that 7 o'clock Tuesday Ever. deadline. Uh, we were both asleep if you guys want full transparency. We woke up and we were like, yo, we're supposed to do the show. I completely forgot. So Yeah, we were we were yeah. gone. But we're uh, out. With that being said, uh watched a lot of the Combine going on and uh of course the big talk is anthony richardson and uh, cj stroud and, and company but before we get into get to them let's talk about our winners and losers uh, of the combine now taylor i don't know if you want to go first i don't know if you've comprised the list or if you want me to go first it doesn't matter i mean i'm sure our, our winners are the same our losers are the same uh I, I would, I mean, I can go ahead and start with my number one winner, yeah. if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sucks to say, but my number one winner would be Will. Uh, Will Levis, I think his uh, combine is definitely increasing his stock. Uh, the, the kid's got a cannon. <laughs> As I, he puts it, cannon you know, and mayonnaise. I just, and some good hair. He had some good hair, I'm not going to lie. That man's hair was flowing like a golden river. I'm not gonna lie, it was flowing. It was good. Uh, he actually impressed me. It was it was a uh, it was definitely surprising. Uh, I know a lot of people are probably gonna say, "No, we knew Will Levis was like this. You know, we knew he had an arm." The only problem I have with Will Levis is while he has a cannon for an arm, it is not an accurate cannon. Yeah. That's the downfall. Uh, if they can reel that in, whoever drafts him, and they can, you know, you know, get him throwing dimes, then Will Levis might be a sneaky quarterback to pick up in the draft. Yeah. But I'm still not sold on him. But he did help his stock, so that would be like my number one winner. I, I agree there. I think what here's the thing about like that sucks for Will Levis is like he went first. And in his group, he was the clear. It kind of helped him because in his group, he was the clear yeah. quarterback, you know, in that throwing group. But he was going against, uh, I think he had Hayner and Bagnett. Um, Ooh, Hayner. Hayner looked good. Hayner looked good. What? Oh, no, I'm saying, saying like, woof. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hayner, yeah, I'm not saying like, ugh. I'm like, woof. Yeah. Hayner, Hayner definitely looked good. Um, what is going on here? I hate. I don't know what's going on with my PC, dude. Um, but yeah, Hannah looked good. And uh, the only problem with Will Levis was his throwing to the left. That was kind of his main concern, main issue. And I think he answered, he looked pretty good throwing to the left uh, at the combine. Uh, so he did answer some questions there. Decision making, you know, maybe you, you can't could really say, tell. You can't, maybe you can yeah. say that. Maybe Kentucky didn't offer him I- enough, you know, enough help there. Who knows? I mean, possibly Kentucky could be at fault for some of his downside. Uh, I mean, if your coaching staff and everything is always going to be, you know, yeah. a, a big player in the way that you play a game. That's just, I mean, you look at Trevor Lawrence. You have, 
this year you have uh, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence is playing like Lights he's out, yeah. trying to win a national championship. But the season before that, you have the old Ohio, Florida, great Urban uh, Meyer. Urban Meyer and hitting on 19 year olds. Yeah. Trash, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so coaching does make a huge difference, but if you are that guy, you should be able to make those plays and show that you're that guy, regardless of who's your coaches. Yeah. But some players are dependent on the coach and are locked into what the coach gives them. So yeah, I maybe agree. that's Will Levis. Uh, I definitely moved Levis. I know I originally didn't have Levis in my top five. He's moved up to number five in my top five um, for sure. Uh, another winner to me, as much as I hate to say it, was Stetson Bennett. My yeah, man, he Bennett, looks solid. He look, now, he, he's on the shorter side. He's still 5'11". Uh, and then it kind of – now, I, I was watching it with my father and He could have ran faster than the 4'6 that he ran, the 4'6'5 that he ran. Uh, he kind of let up at the end, and it's like to me, it's like I know he knew he ran good. Like he knew he was like, "Oh, that's a solid run," but I don't want to see you pull up at the end. I know maybe risk of injury or whatever. To me, you're trying to win a job. You're not like a first round lock, you know. Uh, I would have liked to see him. Maybe he could have got a four or five. Does it increase his draft stock? Probably not. What really made me go, "Wow, Stetson," his questions with his arm strength. Well, Levis threw fifty nine miles per hour. Stetson Bennett threw fifty nine miles per hour. Uh, his deep balls look good. He was accurate, you know, and he was feeling himself. He's got that kind of I won two national championship, you know, cockiness to him. So I think he yeah. he definitely solidified himself. Before I was like maybe you know fifth sixth round. I think he's gonna be a solid, uh, you know, third fourth round draft pick. And I definitely think he made himself some money. <clears throat> Another uh, person for me is Kalijah Cansey, uh, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. He's getting a lot of comparisons to your favorite defensive tackle, Aaron Donald, who also comes from Pittsburgh. He's six foot, three hundred pounds, ran a four six, uh, an absolute beast. And I think, you know, that's a that's a lot of weight moving that fast. Four six. Like there's some receivers that did not run four six in this combine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's three hundred pound offensive linemen it can hawk them down. And so uh to me, Whoever team gets Kalijah Kansi is getting an absolute dog uh, in that D tackle. And maybe the Rams. Maybe maybe the tra- no, they're not going to get him in the second round. The Rams just have to trade to somehow and get back into the first to get him. But, uh, I mean, that would be a definite steal, Aaron Donald and Kalijah Kansi next to each other. I mean, that's a dream yeah, come true. That would be disgusting <laughs> if, if AD sticks around for another year. Yeah, if he sticks around. If not, I mean, running that fast, uh, 6-1 at – 281 pounds i mean yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> that's it that's insane um, 281 pounds yeah. moving that fast yeah that's insane and that's... then the, the defensive lineman in this draft is stacked and i'm not going to say this just because i'm a gator fan but gervon dexter 300 and he came in at six foot six 310 pounds and it ran an official four eight that's a, that's a, another big boy 300 plus pound big boy running four eight so he definitely earned some money there too. Um, again, potential day two for Gervon is probably day two, day three, uh, or not day three, second or third round is probably where he'll go. Uh, I don't think he gets to day three. He'll be second or third round, and whoever gets him will be a steal. Um, and then we, we kind of did our wide receivers, talked wide receivers a little bit last episode, <clears throat> and uh, we had Zay Flowers. We talked about you know maybe Jackson uh, Smith-Najigba. 
he was kind of like our three or four. To me, that combine, he's another winner. And uh, I think he goes he goes in my first wide receiver slot uh, because he did great in the um, shuttle drills and stuff like that. That would show a slot. He is a slot receiver, pure slot receiver, just like Justin Jefferson and stuff like that. But um, I think he, he showed out and balled out for those. So, to me, he earned Agreed. himself some cash. You were talking about Zay Flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. he bought out too. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about Jackson Smith, Nijigba, uh, the wide receiver from Ohio gotcha. State. Gotcha. Zay Flowers did earn himself money too. Um, another person, I don't know if you want to touch on it. I'll let you know. If there's any maybe receivers or anything like that that maybe you think slipped up, uh, maybe maybe hurt himself a little bit in the draft. I have one in mind for losers because uh, that's all I got. All my winners right there. So I don't know if you have any more winners and. then it's up to you. I don't. I don't know what you got. Uh, I would say, who? Oh my gosh, who was the dude who dropped the pass? Uh, oh man, I can't remember his name. I don't think he was a big name. I cannot Hyatt? remember who it was. It may have been Hyatt. Hyatt dropped a lot of passes, and that—that's yeah. my losers. Yeah. He's one of my there losers. Was, <laughs> there was like I, I remember watching the draft. I think it was Will Levis throwing. And it was a dime, and the dude just dropped it. Yeah, that was I mean, um, that it was, was perfect, right in the bread basket. That was high. That's not the time you want to drop passes. <laughs> yeah. Combine is when you want to be on point. You don't yeah. want to drop a single pass, and you can't do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and what sucks about Hyatt is he ran so he ran a four four. And every, you know, everyone he's a speed guy. He's quote unquote the best speed guy in the draft, straight burner. Yeah. And, and we've been first of all, let's just talk about it. We as an NFL community have be have been desensitized to four fours. He ran a yes. four four, and we were like, "Oh man, that's slow." Yes. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's the progression that the game is taking. Yeah. Is that a four four is now like meh? I think about it, like scouts. Scouts are like, "Oh, he's he ran slower than we thought." If he would have ran a four three nine, then I'm like, "Oh, that's exactly what we had him." But because he ran a four four, people are like, "Oh, he's slow." What I'm like, yep. no, he's he's still a burner. What concerned me was the drops. He dropped a lot of deep balls, like you said, from Will Levis. Uh, he dropped a, in the gauntlet. He dropped a couple. It just that you know, like, that is something that you can work on, of course. It, and, and you know, this could be a a nerve thing. You know, it's the combine. There's uh, you know, it's not just fans in the stands watching you. Yeah, everybody. That's all, majority of the people in that building are watching you and watching every single detail about you and making a note on you. And it's not like, uh, Oh, if I drop this pass, I'll get booed, but you know, yeah. I can go out and two plays later I can make a catch and I'm good to go. It is. I dropped a pass. Every single person in this entire arena just wrote that down on their piece of paper and I just dropped. Yeah. So you know, that could lead to more drops that could lead to more mistakes that could lead to, you know, being shaken up and everything. So I understand that. Uh, so it's going to hurt him 100%. You know, okay. he could have been sitting a little bit higher, but right now with those drop passes and the way he performed, it's just not looking good for him. Yeah. I mean, he'll still get drafted for sure. But yeah, it to, to me, it kind of, he was borderline first round pick. And I think that kind of just put him in the second round. Like, I mean, it's still a solid pick in the second round, 
But yeah. if you're trying to make that extra money, he didn't do himself any justice. Uh, Ryan in the comment section got- says someone ran a 4-7. That would be uh, Jalen Brooks from, I think it said Alabama. And then your boy, Jaden Hazelwood, ran a 4-6-7. So, I mean. My boy. Yeah, you know, Oak, former Oklahoma. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, he did not play for us this past season. Uh-uh. Yeah, Jalen Brooks. And, he played for Arkansas, but he ran a 4 6 6 and uh, that good. for Jalen Brooks is a four, uh, four six. He's nine. slow. Yeah. Marvin Mims, I think he ran a four three eight or a four. I got the times up right here. Uh, Marvin, he was on. He was one of the top. He ran a four three eight. Yeah, four three eight. Four he three earned, eight. He looked good. He looked good in drills. I'm, he definitely looked good. Uh, I think I, we're going to talk about him, but we need to put him in the winners right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the segment we're at right now. No, no winners and lose. Yeah. So we're going to talk about him a little later, but we need to add him to the winners column right now. Anthony Richardson. Oh, for sure. 100%. I think you and I both have talked about this on air, off air, one on one. We both know or knew that Anthony Richardson was going to be one of the better quarterbacks at the combine. And this is not too shocking for us. No, not at all. I would say his vert was shocking. (laughs) Uh, His vert was definitely shocking. I'm not going to lie. That part got me. He set a quarterback record for the vert. Yeah. 40 and a half. That part was shocking. But as far as everything else, that's what we know, or that's what we knew he was going to be able to do. You know, everybody was like, oh, well, you know, let's pull up these tapes uh, on Anthony. You know, we were talking to this last show, this one guy cherry picks a game against Kentucky. Yeah. That's one game. You know, I can cherry pick and show you a bad game from Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. You name it. You can cherry pick a bad game from a really good player. Yeah, you can That's spin football. you can spin whatever narrative you want at any yeah. time. You're like, well, Tom Brady is, you know, crap. Yeah, but and you cannot deny <clears throat> you cannot deny what he did at the combine. No. There's there's not a shadow of a doubt that he is the best quarterback based off of the combine and the players that participated in the combine. He is the best player. Now uh, Bryce Young did not participate, so we can't say, you know, he outshot Bryce Young because he yeah. didn't participate. Uh, I don't think CJ participated. He if didn't, I'm correct, he threw the ball. Um, that's all he did. But he CJ yeah. now CJ did have the best day throwing, and I'm not going to deny that. But the thing when we get into the AR, well, when you have like the best targets in the entire uh, country to throw to yeah. for entire season you better (laughs) better be able to throw well the thing coming into the combine was everyone knew anthony richardson was going to be the athletic freak everyone knew cj stroud is what he is he's very accurate he's pinpoint he's throws with anticipation uh there's a reason why he gets compared to to jared goff he's got a very nice throwing motion uh he's just accurate and jared goff he is accurate even though yes you know he i think he was more accurate than josh allen this past season so. so um but really what made so th- this is the issue. Why This is why I put Anthony over CJ. And I know people are going to be like, well, CJ threw it way better than Anthony. My Everyone's questions for Anthony was, how is he going to throw? 
he and he he threw pretty good at the combine. Borderline, his deep ball was the best. His deep ball was better than CJ's. His deep ball was better than Will Levis. I think CJ had a better all around day throwing, but overall the deep ball was Anthony Richardson. Now, the short to intermediate, obviously CJ killed that, and Anthony struggled um, throwing to the left a couple times when they were first getting warmed up. His first three throws are kind of, you know, his first one was a little high. The other one, his second one was kind of behind the receiver, and then his third one was actually pretty on point. The rest of the day, he hit. So people's questions of can he throw accurately, I think he showed that. He's still learning. The big thing is Anthony has only got 13 games under his belt. So you can still mold him, and it's the physical tools, right? His attributes, any quarterback in this draft, he's got the highest ceiling. And I was talking about this with my dad. It was, CJ, you know what you're getting with CJ. You're getting a good quarterback. You know what you're getting with Bryce Young. You're getting a short quarterback, but a good quarterback. Anthony can get molded into a great quarterback. And if Anthony's molded right, could be a top 10 quarterback in this league. And then if all of this fails... Because if you draft C.J. Stroud and he sucks, guess what? You missed out. You draft Bryce Young and he sucks, yep. you missed out. If Anthony sucks at quarterback, you can move him to tight end. Everyone's like, oh, about the 40-inch vert doesn't matter about quarterbacks. 40-inch vert doesn't matter. Okay, that's cool. But when five years down the road – he... Hold on. <laughs> he proved in college that his vert is essential with the game that the game is developed. can't remember what team you guys were playing. He but <clears throat> he threw – he well, one hurdle. Josh Allen does it. You know, it's uh, if you're a running quarterback, you're going to hurdle. But he pump faked, oh, and yeah. then had two defenders coming at him. That was Utah. I was there. Literally <laughs> just yeah. Literally Utah. just jumped over the dudes, threw the pass, touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that proves right there that yeah, it is essential in this new game of football. It's yeah. not your you know, Peyton Manning days anymore, you know, Peyton Manning style quarterbacks are no longer, I mean, they can still be utilized in the right system, but if you have a quarterback like that and he gets pushed pushed out of the pocket and then you have two defenders rushing him and he's able to see a wide receiver wide open and then just leap over the defensive lineman and then launch a pass. I mean, how are you going to discredit that? Yeah. And I mean, right there for me, that's like, as the guy I want on my team, you know? Yeah. Like, and come on. When you're, and realistically, every year you get these quarterbacks, right? And there's always like five or six guys that get talked about. And realistically, one, maybe two hit their actual quality players. And the last year it was just Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. That was it. Um, so. You know, or Kenny Pickett, that was last year. So two years ago. We're still looking at waiting on Kenny Pickett. And to be honest, that Kenny Pickett's the only one that, to me, shows like <clears throat> any promise. But no. so if you're going to know, if you know these statistics that, look, these guys, we're saying, oh, C.J. Stroud's a guarantee. Bryce Young's a guarantee. Uh, X, Y, and Z's a guarantee. You don't know that because history proves that those guys, Carson Wentz was yeah. a quote-unquote guarantee. Jared Goff wasn't quote unquote game. Now Jared Jared Goff looked good with the Lions last year. He did, but he did struggle a couple years with the Rams. I know you you know they got to a Super Bowl with the Rams, but there were some years that Jared Goff gave you a headache, just like Carson Wentz gave my Philadelphia Eagles a headache some years, and the Colts and the Commanders. So, I, don't I mean, it's just the same thing as are just not slam dunks. 
it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes and his draft year with how far he fell and who was taken above him. Nobody above him at the quarterback position has outshined Patrick Mahomes. Now, who was a so Mitch Trubisky was in that draft it class? Was, it yeah. it was Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. It was <laughs> he was a slam. It dunk. was it was it was the Bears, and then right after the Bears, it was the Chiefs, <laughs> and, the, and the Bears took Mitch over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's that's how the draft goes. Yeah, that's how it's going. It's you know this past couple of drafts, Zach Wilson was a everybody was like oh you know a top draft pick you know the jets are yeah. going to be solid they got a nice young quarterback he played well at uh byu i thought he was going to suck so i was i mean i might be an ally I, I, i'm not gonna lie <laughs> look i'm not going to lie i try and keep up with all the players i possibly can mm-hmm. i try and watch every single game i possibly can when zach wilson was drafted i had absolutely no idea who the kid was yeah i watched his tape was not convinced at all. He was one that he should have been selected. That, he was one that literally I, had a good pro day, and all of a sudden he was just like, "Oh, he's a first round." Like, what? <laughs> Where was that, this kid? That, all that's year? also another thing. That's another thing is the combine and the pro day. You can change your entire narrative. Oh, yeah. Everything about you can change. Like we'll bring up Max Duggan. Everybody said, "Maxie boy." He's that a man sleeper. TCU straight to the national championship, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was it. bad. He, he was it. bad. And I was saying, like, you know how you always get, like, kind of like a Rudy effect, right? He's like kind of an underdog. You're like, oh, man, yeah. he went to TCU, led his team. To, and, you know, he's a really good guy. So you're like, I'm rooting for you. I want to see a nice – he ran He ran great. He ran a 4-5. That's, yep. that's phenomenal. That's, that's the reason why yeah. they got to the national championship. It was because of his legs because – we compared him in an earlier episode, like, you know, when we were dogging on TCU and yeah. saying, you know, TCU's not it. They don't got it. They're not the ones, blah, blah, blah. They're like on that tightrope. We said he is comparable to Taysom Hill. Yeah. This is Taysom Hill. Yeah. Cannot throw like a, like a franchise quarterback should be able to, but he can run and he's tough and he's gritty. But is he a starting quarterback for a franchise? No. No, no. Will he ever be? No. Because, one, he's slow-ish, in my opinion, compared to all the other quarterbacks. I mean, four or five isn't too bad. I mean, four or five is not bad. But Compared to AR throwing, and Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, yeah. yeah, he's slower than them. His throwing capability... He's got a noodle, bro. I'm talking about like SpongeBob, he, like when, you know, he like he looks muscular. He's got like the, the pump, yeah. But then when he actually time to throw, he's like, Ugh. yeah. It was. It's like a North it, Korean it, it missile. Was, it was terrible. I mean, uh, I had a comparison for him. I, I just he's going to he's going to be a journeyman. He's going to get picked undrafted. up by a team. He's going undrafted. I yeah. can guarantee that he, he'll get picked up by a team at some point. Uh, he'll be the backup quarterback. He'll play a few games. Win a Super Bowl. Uh, he'll get shifted. He'll get shifted around. He'll probably win a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, you know, players. I mean, you win a Super Bowl, you get paid, yeah. regardless of what position. Every player gets paid the same. So yeah. if you're sitting on the bench and you win a Super Bowl, that's still one hundred and sixty thousand dollars added onto your yeah. uh, salary. So I mean, it's not 
a bad job to have to be a journeyman. I mean, if I could be in the NFL and I could be like a offensive yeah. line journeyman or something like that, you know, sign me up. Yeah. You know, give me that vet minimum or max or whatever. You know, I don't care. Pay me five hundred thousand. I'll practice every day. Yeah. You know, but he's he he's not it. Yeah, definitely I, not it. I agree. And then another one that hurt like a lot of Eagles fans are talking about DTR the. Quarterback from UCLA, he ran like a four four eight or something like that, four four nine. He, you know, everyone knows he can run. He's very athletic, just like Anthony Richardson. More on the leaner side than Anthony. Obviously, Anthony's Anthony's a freak, man. Anthony is an absolute freak. Six four two forty, yeah. runs a four four three. Like that's that is a unicorn. And <clears throat> I'll get back to Anthony here in a second. But with DTR too, and he's one of those one of the kids, like I said, Max Duncan. I wanted to root, I want to root for. And so when I watched him, I was like, he could be an Eagles backup. Let me watch him closely. I liked him at UCLA, and then he was another one that just could not throw all day. And maybe that maybe that's jitters. Maybe that's a little bit of jitters and stuff like that. And the wide receivers weren't helping their quarterbacks at at the combine. Uh, there were cones out, and the receivers kept undercutting those cones, not running the yeah. right routes. And that annoyed me. I'm like, dude, you literally can see the cone. Go to the cone before you make your cut. You're making these quarterbacks look bad. But and yeah. maybe and that could be it. And again, this where pro days. Pro days gonna be very big for DTR and Max Duggan. Completely big. Um, <clears throat> another one that I but another one that I thought was maybe a loser on that day. Um, but going back to Anthony Richardson, <clears throat> going on we're just t- talking about these quarterbacks, and uh, I told him everyone says that. Uh, you know, they use the word unicorn, right? Kyle Pitts, unicorn of the tight end position, one of one. Um, Anthony Richardson, 101. And b- bigger boom or bust, right? So you walk up and you see this mythical creature, this unicorn. You're like, oh, my God, I found a unicorn. And you walk up and you get closer, and it could be a unicorn, and you just m- made the biggest discovery on the planet Earth, and you found that gem that can make you millions of dollars, or you walk up and you find a thoroughbred horse with a cone on its head. Yeah. And guess what? You still got a thoroughbred horse. So yeah. it might not be a unicorn, but you got a horse. So, yeah. again, if Anthony... Straight from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, this is the one you put your, you know, I'll put 2000 on on this, this horse right here. And so with Anthony, that's the upside is you could get a unicorn, but at the very lowest, you're getting a thoroughbred horse. You know? Yes. Now he is still a little Mustang, so you do kind of kind of rear that you know rear that horse in a little bit and get those mechanics down. But if you get those mechanics down, that unicorn is going to take you over the rainbow. You know we're getting a little mythical over here at the booth, uh, studying some cryptozoology over here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but Anthony, it just it's so hard not to like. One, he's a great guy. He's a uh, volunteer fireman. Um, he's sitting there crying about just talking about his mom and how she shaped him and. Everything like that. Everyone in the towns of Gainesville loves him. So you know you're getting a good high-character guy. He's got a can of an arm. His deep pass is great. Again, his short to intermediate, you do need to fix. Uh, he does make progressions, but he does need to speed up the clock. But that just comes with time. But to <clears> me, it's like Patrick Mahomes. Like, who in this draft, can his, Patrick Mahomes is the, the peak, right? So you got to try to – how do you get close to the peak? Which quarterback in this draft gets you as close as possible to the peak if you can – capitalize on their upside and to me that's anthony richardson because he has trait he has a bigger arm than tj but you know he's just a better overall so, athlete than both the other two anthony richardson is taller than derrick henry mm-hmm. 
Derrick Henry is one of the tallest players at a skilled position. He is faster than almost every wide receiver on a current roster. He is, uh, he could throw the ball further than almost every quarterback on a roster right now. Outside of like two or three. Yeah, he is, he is that guy. I'm uh, like, He's a dog. As an Oklahoma, so as an Oklahoma fan who's soon to be a rival of the Gators, which I'm, whoo boy, I'm looking forward to because hey, it's be gonna be fun. That's this gonna is be fun. fun. <laughs> Even if we lose, I know we're probably gonna lose out in the you know like the first couple of years, but you know just to have that rivalry is gonna be fun. But yeah. you know you never want to root for your rivals. So as of right now, knowing that the Gators are gonna be rivals, you know I'm a I'm a Gator hater. <laughs> you know, I, I got to be a Gator hater. But Anthony Richardson is that guy. Yeah. And that is unbiased from an Oklahoma Sooners fan. If you want a franchise quarterback that can boost a talented team or an untalented team yeah. that has a couple of missing pieces, that's where you start. Yeah. So. The teams that I have in mind, I know we'll do a mock draft later uh, after the combine and everything, what we've seen. My fit for him uh, is 100% the Colts. Yeah, I like them or the Panthers. 1,000, yeah. See, the Panthers, the the only issue I have with the Panthers right now is they are in a complete rebuild mode. Uh, They gave away their the best running back in the league right now. They traded away Baker Mayfield. They have yet to start uh, Matt Corral. They have yet to indicate that they want to start Matt Corral. Uh, So that's a wasted pick. Uh, Their wide receivers are average at best. They've got some talent, and it's going to formulate in the future. But right now, it's just not there. Their offensive line is mediocre, and their defense – is above average, but adding Anthony Richardson, it would take way too long for the You wouldn't see upside. the return. Yeah, you wouldn't see yeah. the return for a couple years. If you put him on the Colts, you have Jonathan Taylor. You have a better offensive line than most teams, in my opinion. You have some decent wide receivers. You have a pretty solid defense. It's not the best defense in the league, but it's a pretty solid defense. They got the injury bug last year, so I've heard them. But. You throw Anthony Richardson into that. The mix between Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor alone yeah. automatically sets the Colts up to be a contender, Yeah, in my opinion. And, and having a coach that's an actual coach mm-hmm. and not some dude that they just pulled out of the bar that played for the Colts for like 15 years – is going to elevate them even further now. You know, they have time to get the coach established. Hey, look, here's our playbook. Now you know what plays we got. He's going to be able to get to know his players. He's going to be able to... Steichen ran the same plays with a similar player in Jalen Hurt. So it's not like... No. It's it's the best fit, in my opinion. So with that, I think that 
I don't know what the Colts would have to give up to get the first pick if they want to 100% get the Anthony Richardson because I know they're sitting at four. They could get him at four. I believe <clears throat> they could get him at four. But with what Anthony Richardson has shown, another team that he would be a perfect fit for would be the Houston Texans. Yeah. Fantastic offensive line. Damian Pierce. A fantastic <clears throat> running back who is young. Who also went to Florida. And they he, played together. So yeah. <laughs> And you have a unproven, because he hasn't played because he was going through chemo and everything, mm-hmm. wide receiver in John Mechie. You have a pretty weak defense. It needs some beefing up. But with what they have this past season, they took the Cowboys to the brink. Uh, they took top teams to the brink with what they had with Davis Mills, who is a dollar general Eli Manning. Yeah. You plug in Anthony Richardson into the Houston Texans. Contenders now, straight up. I like your Texans thing. Obviously, I agree with the Colts. I'll speak on the Texans right here. If they draft Anthony Richardson with the second pick, they still have pick number 12. And you talked about that defense, and this came up, is uh, Jalen Carter, number one defensive lineman in the draft by far. He's a phenomenal athlete. But he did have some legal issues happen before the combine, which could hurt his stock and make him slide a little bit. We've seen that in the past. At pick 12, if he slides to 12, they get Anthony Richardson and Jalen Carter. They won the draft. That's it. That's it. Texans won the draft. 100%. Because in the second round, they still have a second-round pick. That's the top 10 pick in the second round. They can go and get a Josh Downs or a Jalen Hyatt to help with the receiving core. And then after that, yep. you just butter up that defense. Texans will be sitting pretty. So I do yep. like that. <clears throat> and out of nowhere, Texans are now contenders. Yeah. That's how quick the game can change. I mean, they won't be there. I don't want to say their first year because Anthony does have some growing yeah. to do. And if he gets thrown in there early, which with the Texans, he might be uh, kind of learn on the fly kind of thing. You might see that second year, maybe third year will be more contenders. But you'll that's where yeah, that's where Damian Pierce will come in heavy. Yeah. This So if they get Anthony Richardson, Damian Pierce is going to be the one who carries the most weight because you're going to have your young new quarterback, Anthony Richardson, plus your young wide receiver who's. Uh, unproven because he didn't play his first year. So he's out an entire season, you know, hasn't played in the NFL, hasn't played college ball, nothing for an entire year. They're going to have some mistakes. You know, there's going to be, you know, miscommunication. There's going to be routes that are ran that shouldn't have been ran. There's going to be balls thrown where balls shouldn't have been thrown. So it's going to be a Damian Pierce show. Damian Pierce ain't one to shy away from. Because that man can run the ball. He'll run you over. And with that offensive line that they have, there are too many holes that open up for them not to succeed. Yeah. Because if Anthony Richardson cannot get a connection going with his wide receivers, his tight ends, with the holes that open up, he can make those plays. Yeah, just run a speed option. He can get you, <laughs> yeah, he can get you that first option. down. Yeah, he can, you know... And when a play crumbles, he can get you that first down. He can get you close to the first down. He can pick up whatever you need him to pick up. Yeah. That's where that threat comes into play. But it's the same thing with the Colts. Jonathan Taylor would be the 
a guy who's, you know, taking the brunt of the plays throughout the season because he's the one that's, yeah. you know, solidified. You know, your wide, the wide receivers for the Colts to me are all you know, like they're average. The wide, they're wide receiver threes on every team. Every I say, other team. I say, I say Michael Pittman could be a wide receiver too, but that that's kind of they're I'm lacking. Not a fan. They're lacking speed. The Colts are lacking speed at wide receiver. That's why, I like in round two, I would like for them to get Jalen Hyatt or one of these faster <clears> receivers. Um, because they got a bunch of big guys, Michael Pittman, uh, Alec Pierce. They got Jelani Woods, the tight end, and Miley Cox. These are all tall, but they're slower guys. If you want to utilize Anthony Richardson and his giant arm, you got to have some burners. You got to have yep. that, like just what Pat Mahomes had with Tyreek Hill and Mar- Holman, or Markel Holman, Hardman and you know Kadarius Toney this past offseason. You got to have some absolute burners because – with Anthony, you're gonna want to go deep because he he has the arm talent. You're wasting it if you're just yeah. doing dink and dunks. So yeah, you don't want to you don't want to turn somebody that has the athletic ability in the arm strength of Anthony Richardson into a Tom Brady esque player who is yeah. a just check down player. You yeah. know, Tom Brady was the check down king. He, it it worked for him, yeah. but Tom Brady didn't have the speed. Tom Brady didn't have the athleticism. Tom Brady didn't have the you know freak inside of him you know tom brady was just a highly intelligent quarterback who knew how to win games you know he was a high q high iq player with zero athleticism anthony richardson is a high iq player with cam newton uh stature cam Uh, jackson as he put it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean the dude's a freak through and through so i mean whoever gets him wherever he lands it's a steal. Yeah. I hope, I pray, and I hope the rumors that I heard are incorrect that the uh, Seattle Seahawks are They're thinking about they drafting a quarterback. They and they are very interested in Anthony Richardson. That concerns me because uh, you just signed Geno Smith to a three-year, $110 million deal. Mm-hmm. I believe it was 110 and it was like, I think 55 guaranteed something like something absurd. That's a lot I mean, of money. Gino, Gino played. Yeah, yeah. Gino played well. He, he deserved a contract, but you don't sign somebody to a three-year contract and then draft a player like Anthony. Richardson. But the counterpoint, I mean, they could always do the air, you know, the green Bay Packers, Jordan love thing where they make the Anthony sit for three. This years, is different. But- this is this is different. Look, Jordan Love is a fantastic player, and when he gets his chance, he will shine. But this is completely different. He's not the athlete Anthony is. Yes. If the Seahawks are going to draft someone, so I know the Seahawks want somebody to learn from Geno. They want somebody to, you know, get some, you know, experience in the NFL behind a quarterback. Yeah. Every team likes that. You know, we have a vet QB. We want a young rookie quarterback to learn from them. Wait till next draft. Caleb Williams is there. Drake May. You know, there's plenty of quarterbacks that are going to be. Bo Nix is going to be there. There's plenty of quarterbacks that are going to be in that draft this upcoming year that they could easily snag. Yeah. Don't waste it on Anthony Richardson and have him sit for three years minimum. Yeah. Because you know, a hundred and something million. You gotta pay that. He's out, playing. Yeah. He, he's playing. You know, he's playing. He's yeah. playing three years. <laughs> you know, there's no, uh, you know, 
you're benched mm-hmm. second year, uh, but you're still getting your uh, money. Yeah. That ain't happening. The Seahawks aren't going to roll like that. So I just, I don't know. And and they're, they're calling it a short-term deal. Three years, that's a long time. Yeah. Three years is a long time in the NFL. Uh, six years is a long, uh, or three years is a, a long deal in my eyes. One year, it one to two years is short term. Yeah, it's I don't, I don't know. I just I don't see it. I hope I I know the Colts are before Seattle, so I hope they take them. Oh, I hope the they Colts don't will do. take them. If not, they take CJ yeah. Stroud. But um, I think if they go with anybody, the Seahawks they might go Will Levis. But I think that I think the Raiders might take Will Levis. To be honest, uh, he's the reason why I say that is because you know no. Mark, Mark Davis. The owner, he's just like his dad, who um, who loved big time arms at quarterback. Like that was his main attribute, and that's what uh, Will Levis obviously has. And I just, I don't know, I, just, I I can see him going to the Raiders, but so the Raiders are on the brink of rebuild. Yeah, in my opinion, they went out and they got Adams. You know, if he. I mean, arguably the best wide receiver in the league. They got Darren Waller. When he has, to be honest, I think when they're he has a quarterback, quarterback away. They're a quarterback away. Yeah, they're they're a quarterback away, and they are a quarterback away from a complete rebuild. If that makes sense. If they, like if they, they are, screw up, if they screw up this next quarterback, then yeah, they're going yeah, to rebuild. They're on that edge where if they get the quarterback that they need, that can right out of the gate come in and start balling out, they're good to go. Mm -hmm. They get a quarterback that fumbles his first in his second year. Adams is gone. Guaranteed. Guaranteed if if whatever happens this upcoming season, if it does not play out the way that Adams wants it to play out. Adams wants to win, yeah. Adams wants to win. He Uh, is. Waller could leave. Crosby could leave. I mean, it just depends on how their next probably two seasons go uh, with the Raiders. Yeah, so it's – I mean, I could see Will Levis going there. I mean, they like quarterbacks who can get you seven wins, and that's about it. And it's not a bad team to Willow. go to as a rookie quarterback, though. I mean, they no. say you got Devontae Adams and Hunter Winfro and Waller and Josh Jacobs. Like, that's I – mean, It's a weapons. good place to land, but it's also a bad place to land. Oh, they ruined because, so. because you're going to be put on a pedestal. Yeah. If you go to uh, who's somebody who has absolutely nobody, uh, let's go with the – there wasn't really like a terrible, terrible, terrible team that had nobody. So let's say you go to a team that has like no wide receivers. Panthers. Okay, well, yeah, we'll go Panthers. You're not going to be expected to, you know, win offensive – Rookie of the year. You know, that's not expected of you. But if you have a player like Devontae Adams. You better show out. You you better you better be able to make some connections and set some rookie records. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the downside of that. And I know that Will Levis even came out and said that he's, you know, capable of taking a team to a championship in his first year or something like that. Has something ever wild. Yeah, has ever been done rookie Golden Super Bowl. I don't think so. I, I think 
Big Ben was no. a second year quarterback, I believe. Yeah. But that's the only one that comes I wanna, to mind. Maybe Dan Marino. I think wasn't Aaron Rodgers' first Super Bowl. It wasn't his rookie year, but it was his first season starting, wasn't it? it no, might, might have been. I don't know. I I don't have. The, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Me, but. I don't. I don't think so. Brock Purdy almost got there, but yeah. Anyways, that's my take on them. Yeah. Um. And then to move on from Anthony Richardson, obviously we can talk about Anthony all day in the quarterback. Again, C.J. Stroud had a great day. Um. Another winner for me is uh, Nolan Smith, four three nine defensive end. Like, that's moving. And to me, he was always a first-round pick, but it was kind of later, like pick 20-ish. I think he might have earned himself 10 to 15 range money. And, yeah. uh, I mean, he, did, he was an absolute dog at Georgia. Injury bug kind of got him a couple times, and that's why he potentially slid in the draft. But then he shows up. And he runs a four three nine. That man definitely earned some money. <clears throat> There's a player I want to bring up real quick. Uh, uh, what's his name? What position? Uh, he just tore his ACL in the combine. Oh, uh, the offensive lineman from uh, USC. Uh, put up like 36 on the bench after tearing his ACL. Yes. Yeah. That uh, right there. So an injury like that. Coming into the combine, you injure yourself, you tear your ACL. Every single person watching when that happened and when that story broke, everybody was like, man – you were on the biggest stage. To Andrew snag a contract. Voorhees. Andrew Voorhees. Andrew Voorhees. Biggest stage to come out, show off, get a contract, you know, get drafted, what have you. Most of the time, when something like that happens, you're immediately like, "That sucks." I mean, that's that could be career ending. You know, that is. You know, no team wants a guy that just tore his ACL. That's fresh. But if I am a GM and a guy tore his ACL yesterday and then he waddles in to the bench press on crutches with his leg all uh, up in a Throws up 36. Sleeve. Yeah, throws up 36. I think that's the most for this combine. Mm-hmm. Throws up 36. That right there boosted him back up for me. Because that's together, it's like, that's yeah, hard. that's, hey, I don't care what I've got going on. I'm here. What yeah. do you need from me? You got it from me. You know, if yeah. I'm able to do something, I'm doing something. That right there boosted his stock back up. Hopefully he still gets drafted high. Yeah. Uh, I know the ACL is like a, an iffy touching point, but, you know, it's 2023. ACL tears really don't end careers like they used to. No, they don't. Uh, I think, you know, right around when Adrian Peterson tore his ACLs, when like the ACL tear wasn't as much of a concern anymore because he came back and I mean, his next season back was insane. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, unless you're Odell Beckham and that thing's like a piece of twine. Yeah. But, I agree. 
I just wanted to shout him out. I mean, throwing up 36 oh, after tearing your ACL. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure, for sure. Now, before we move on to our next kind of topic, guys, I want to remind you, if you're watching from home or listening at Spotify, make sure you hit that subscription button and that bell notification for whenever we go live. And uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify as well. We try to go live every Tuesday, and if we're slump and we're asleep, we'll go live on Wednesday like we are today. So we do apologize. But thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to get ready to talk about some, some other action like Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, and stuff. So thank you guys for staying with us, and we'll do the mock draft at the end, the I guess post-combine mock draft, uh, to give our updated mock draft. All right. <clears throat> Who you want to talk? We want to talk about Lamar Jackson first. Let's yeah, let's do Lamar. That's right. a uh, <clears throat> that's an interesting one after what came out today. Yeah. Uh, so we got the franchise tag placed on him, non, whatever, non exclusive, yeah. non exclusive franchise tag placed on him, and almost <clears throat> right after that was placed on him, it came out that teams are not interested. Yeah. Which. Especially the Falcons. I saw the Falcons weren't interested, and I'm like, you guys have Kyle Pitts, you have yeah. Drake London, you guys are like, you can pick, you have decent running backs, but you can pick up a good running back. You have a solid offense yeah. line. You're literally just a quarterback away from being like legit contenders, and Lamar Jackson would yeah. put you into that. And it's a weak NFC right now. I mean, you look at the NFC; it's really just the Eagles that are kind of button there. Uh, you know, the Vikings are always solid every year, but with Kirk Cousins not being good in prime time, you know, you always I always kind of count them out. But if the Atlanta Falcons got Lamar Jackson, that's a squad. That's a squad right there. And uh, the fact that they came out and said they were out. And listen, Lamar is only 26. He's off an MVP. But I will say that the Ravens, super smart for doing this. And someone broke this down for me on TikTok. I was actually watching before the show. And I kind of swayed my opinion, kind of changed it. And the reason why I say the Ravens are smart for doing this is you're like, oh, they're dumb because they they should pay their top quarterback. Because it's non-exclusive, they get to match whatever. Yeah, they're going to see what it's worth. Yeah. yeah, and so before they might overpay for him, other teams will say, "Hey, we'll give you hundred thousand," and say he wanted two hundred thousand. Be like, "All right, Ravens will match that." So they still get Lamar and have to pay him a hundred thousand. If they lose Lamar, if they decide, you know, hey, that's too much for our asking price, they get two first-round picks. Yeah. So, logistically, they can underpay Lamar, still have Lamar, or they can get two first-round picks. Either way, it's yeah. a win-win for them. Absolutely. As far as Lamar, this is a loss for Lamar because if the market, and right now the market, for whatever reason, and I don't agree with the market, and you might say that this is kind of in cahoots or whatever, but it hurts Lamar because his pockets are going to get hurt. And I get it. A lot of teams don't. They saw the Deshaun Watson where he was getting, you know, 234 million or whatever it was guaranteed and like a fully guaranteed contract. And yeah. the NFL teams are afraid of that. They're trying to like, they're trying to, you know, who's got the bigger set of kahunas here, the players or the owners. And they're trying to yeah. stronghold the players into saying, Hey, you want guarantee. We're not giving you that you either get paid or get lost. And yeah. that's kind of what's going on with Lamar Jackson's situation. <clears throat> I hate that for Lamar. He's 26 MVP. He's a great quarterback in this league. Top 10. So I don't know. Why does no one want Lamar? Is he hurt worse than we think? No, I think it's just the uh, the financial aspect of things is no one – Lamar is – at this point in his career, he is mentally thinking that he is the 
player that should be the highest paid quarterback. He thinks he is that talented that, you know, you give me the right pieces, you pay me the right amount of money, I'll get you a championship. Yeah, That's where he's at. And I think a lot of teams are afraid to dump that kind of money into a player and then not get the return on investment. <clears throat> like the Browns are not going to get a return on investment. That's just a fact. They dumped an absurd amount of money into a player who was out for a year. Uh, he's He was a good player. I'm not going to say he's bad or anything, but when he came back, he looked terrible. Uh, the amount of money just was not – it did not add up. So a lot of these teams that are saying, like, uh, we're, we're not going to even try and pursue them, don't have the money or just don't want to spend that amount of money on a quarterback and then get nothing out of it. Yeah, I think that's why – but Lamar is Lamar's a good player. He is a top 10 quarterback. I don't think his injury was that bad. Uh, you know, I think he sat out the last game because, you know, I want to be a hundred percent in this upcoming Make season. Sure he gets that money. Yeah. So whenever they're like, all right, time to talk contract. Well, I'm perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm good to go. Uh, so I, that's what I think it is. Financial, uh, aspect of things. Um, hopefully, hopefully he gets his money cause he deserves it. I mean, the Ravens have given him nothing ever since he was drafted. No receivers. I mean, it's, it's uh, the only receiver they had was, uh, Brown and then they shipped him off to the Cardinals. And Bateman and that, showed and then, promise, but other than that, like... but, I mean, yeah, Bateman had a good year. For sure, but he dropped some passes that he shouldn't have. Uh, fumbled too. Uh, he wasn't just, elite. He wasn't elite. Yeah, they. Lamar had know. to do everything. He's doing. Lamar had to do what <clears throat> Justin <throat> Fields is doing right now, which is put the team on his back, and he yep. did that. And unfortunately, he did have the injury bug that kind of hurt him. But I used to t- to your point. What did the Ravens? The Ravens are. What did the Ravens do to give him weapons? And Rashad Bateman took offense and a couple of Ravens players took offense to people saying that like yep. hey Lamar but it's true like I, Rashad Bateman you were a, you were a solid rookie but you have yet to put up you know these godlike hall of fame numbers that you yeah. so until you do that people are going to say hey he had nobody um yeah he's really the only person I could think of last year that really helped Lamar when he was on the field they yeah. have an old offensive line is terrible too yeah so Lamar was really doing it all himself <laughs> Now, it's saying someone said, uh, "Are the owners trying to tank the price of the? Key? They could be. They could be trying to tank the price yes, of the quarterback. Absolutely, absolutely. Because if you pay Lamar, 100%. if you pay Lamar X, Y, and Z, what are you gonna have to pay a Jalen Hurts who made it to the big, the big game? Who are you gonna have to pay Joe Burrow, the Josh Allen's, the Pat Mahomes? Who you know, these are quarterbacks that you have higher than Lamar Jackson. Who? What are you gonna have to pay them? So, the thing is, it's like." They could be trying to tank the market because, hey. Well, 100%. Because if you look uh, statistically, it's gone up every single season. It just keeps going and going and going and going. And these teams can't keep up with that. You know, it's we got to pay $200 million like within two seasons. It's $200 million for four years yeah. for a quarterback. And then we have nobody else. 
you know, we, we put everything into a quarterback because the quarterback is, you know, that position you have to pay now. So tanking that quarterback position financially, I mean, it sucks, but it's smart for yeah. GMs and teams because then quarterbacks will be able to be put onto a roster at a reasonable price yeah. rather than, you know, having to pay them, you know, $240 million for X amount of years and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. So I could see that. I don't like, I know there's some people who make the narrative that it's about race or whatever the case may be. Or I don't think it's about race. I think it's simply, they're trying to tank the market. It's, it's definitely not about race because Deshaun Watson has one of the largest contracts in the, the NFL. NFL. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has one of the largest contracts in Jalen the NFL. Jalen Hurts is getting ready to get paid. Jalen Hurts is about to get. If you want to, if you want to see what the new QB market's going to be, it's gonna be Hurts. Wait until that contract with Hurts comes out. Yeah. Just wait. Guarantee you, the Eagles are about to pay Jalen Hurts. Guaranteed. That's why the Eagles aren't signing Chauncey Gardner Johnson and Javon mm-hmm. Hargrave and James Brett because they know they have to pay uh, yeah. number one. Lamar, it's just it's to me again. It's just crazy that no team wants to take the chance on Lamar. At this point, like, there was like five or six teams that publicly came out and said, we're not touching Lamar. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah, and it was like the Panthers were one, the Colts were one, the <clears throat> Falcons were one. And these are quarterback-needy teams, and I, I think maybe they're like, hey, you know, we can get that kind of guy. Maybe they're all pinpointing Anthony Richardson. Maybe they're saying we can get Lamar Jackson, but bigger, on a rookie deal, and that's a.k.a. Yeah. Anthony Richardson. Maybe that's what they're banking on, but not all three teams can get Anthony Richardson. So yeah. <laughs> someone's got to take the bait and get Lamar. And if I'm a quarter, if I'm a team, a fan of a team, GM of a team, owner of a team, whatever, and I can get Lamar Jackson and make my team instantly better, I'm taking it. Like, imagine Lamar Jackson on the Jets. You got Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you got Brees Hall, you got CJ yeah. Uzma. That is... That's scary. That that that's the the Jets right now. My in my opinion, that is the that that that's the team that everybody should be watching right now. Yeah, especially at the quarterback position because now there's talks of uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. was uh, communicating with the Jets and the Packers granted him, uh, you know, access to the Jets to talk whatever yeah. they want to talk. Uh, I think that's a stupid move in my opinion. I think I, we talked about this last time is he's, he's on the verge of dipping out. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, that would be a, we gotta, we gotta win a Super Bowl this season. Now if the Jets you get know, AR, you know, Aaron Rodgers, they are probably the favorites to win East, maybe uh, yeah. up there with the bills instantly better than the Patriots and the Dolphins. And, uh, absolutely but is but that's the thing is yeah like they have to make it happen that year and if they don't ar could be like all right i'm out i'm done i don't want to play anymore them. it won't hurt them because if he does only play one year next year they could go ahead and draft uh they can trade up and get caleb williams or drake may true but are you if you were the jets are you going to be willing to pay what AR wants to be paid? Because the man does not take pay cuts. No, he doesn't. That's why they lost Devontae the man, Adams. <laughs> yeah, the man will not take a pay cut. The man will get what he wants or he's gone. Yeah. Straight up. The man will get paid the money that he wants or he's gone. Yeah. I, I think agree. Lamar to the Jets is 
the best possible scenario for Lamar and the Jets. Yeah. Undeniable potential. I mean, they would go from being laughing stocks because the Jets have been laughed at for season after season, season after yeah. season after season after season. Uh, now they've got some players. They got some they now got some they've dogs. got they got some dogs. now they've got some young talent. They've got a coach that seems like he's he's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, they just need a quarterback, and they need a quarterback that's going to be there for a while. Lamar's that guy. It's twenty six. Lamar's not that guy. Twenty six. So, I would take the chance if I'm the Jets <laughs> on Lamar Jackson. I would too. Absolutely. Now at this point, now you have to give up. The only that's the only the Ravens kind of screwed Lamar because they did smart on their part. But now, if any team tries to trade for him, they have to go up two first. And you have, as a team, you have to. That's listen, two first round picks. That's two potential starters right there that you have to. You know, I'm giving yeah. up for Lamar. So you have to be all in on Lamar, no matter what team you are, because you're giving up two first. But uh, that's why the Jets make sense because they're one of the youngest teams. Yeah. So they're pretty solid as far as talent goes and how old their roster is. Oh, so yeah. they could go to like you know they could give up two first round picks and still be okay. Yeah. And then in like two or three years, however long, be good to go. You know they don't have to worry about oh man we need a running back this upcoming season. Yeah. You're good on running back. Oh man we need a wide no you're good on wide receiver. Yeah. Oh we need a solid, solid defense. Everywhere. No you have a good defense. Oh we need an offensive line. No your offensive line is good. Yeah. You need a quarterback. That's it. So two first round picks. It's worth it for Lamar. It's worth it. The Jets would instantly become them. Yeah, it, that would be them. You know, the Jets would be a good team, and they would be somebody that you know when you see them on the uh, <clears throat> when you see them on the schedule, you're like, ooh, yeah, that might be a loss. And I know, I know the Falcons. I just want to circle back. He's like, I know the Falcons said they're out on Lamar, but if I would say the Jets are the best AFC fit for him. But if Lamar, if he gets a, to choose the Jets or the Falcons, I'm not going to lie. Even though the Jets have the better overall roster, look at who you're playing to get to the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Who he, I would prefer to go to the to the NFC. And again, the, to me, the Falcons just make sense with Lamar. They just they just yeah. they have the, ta- the the Falcons have talent, and I Lamar, think they're all in on Ritter. Listen, like you can. It, I guess if they're all if it's either Ritter or they're going Caleb Williams Drake again they're going to be in that quarterback situation go but why waste your young talent you have now Kyle Pitts who's right now being wasted because I mean, he's just another offensive lineman yeah at this point you're block you're doing a, you're taking a receiving tight end and just making him block the entire game you got Drake London you you have a solid foundation if you give him Lamar who in the NFC again you got. Jalen Hurts and maybe Kirk Cousins. Danny Dimes got a big time contract, but he's not that guy. You got Dak Prescott doesn't show up in big games. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. So if Lamar Jackson goes to the NFC, the Falcons. Because I would say that's it because Purdy right now is hurt and he might not play this upcoming season. And you know 
49ers are sitting there with Trey Lance, and I don't really believe in Trey Lance. But now, oh. imagine, now imagine Lamar Jackson goes to the 49ers. Imagine, guys, I just want to throw that out there. That would be nasty. I, I can't see that. I can't see it because they're paying all no. these players. But yeah. Lamar Jackson, TJ McCann, <laughs> CMC, that's a Madden team. You know, Debo, Brenton Ayuk, they got George yep. Kittle. That is a that is a Madden team. But, again, the 100%. Falcons. The Falcons, you know, good. Now, the only reason why I say the 49ers is because they're willing to get up the two first and give him that money for whatever time and people are willing to take pay cut. The 49ers in a win-now situation to where, they're again, they're a quarterback away from winning the big game. Lamar could help put him over that hump, especially with Purdy being hurt. And Trey Lance, maybe you're not bought in, and it seems like the 49ers GMs aren't bought in on Trey Lance. And Jimmy G's out the door. So if you're in a win-now situation, Lamar would take that 49ers team over the top. Yep. And so I, I'm willing to give up. If I'm trying to win a Super Bowl now and I've had, I have a win-now, George Kittle's not getting younger. Debo's not getting younger. CMC's not getting any younger. You have a little bit older team, but you have a – great team you pair them with a younger great quarterback that you can get for maybe two or three years you're going to win a super bowl within those things that'd be legit um but yeah i I just don't understand why everyone's out in lamar because i if i'm a gm i'm all in i'll take the if i'm gonna win especially if i'm gonna win now now if i'm in a rebuild mode i'm not taking the chance it's stupid to take the chance you're wasting it's it's wasted years it's wasted years but if i'm in a win now situation like the 49ers potentially the falcons but um you said the um the Jets, they have that win now formula there. They have the team. These three teams, to me, and the more we talk about, it, just makes sense because they are in a win now situation. They're just a quarterback yeah. away. So I think the Jets. I mean, the Jets get Lamar. I mean, however long that contract is, let's say four years. Mm-hmm. For the next four years, the Jets are contenders. Yeah, in my opinion, with the team that they have right now, the next four years, contenders every single year. One hundred percent. I agree. Uh, but I would like I would like to uh, I'd like to move on to Derek Carr. Yeah, I was gonna say we're well, about getting ready to move on to this Derek Carr situation. Did the Jets get better? Or the Jets? Did the Saints get better? <laughs> they did get better uh, because they had uh, Winston, who was sitting on the bench, wasted. Wait, he's way better than Dolan. I don't know yeah. what they're doing, Winston. And then they had Dalton starting. So, yes, they got better. Uh, Derek Carr is not a terrible quarterback. Uh, he's not the best quarterback mm-hmm. by any means, uh, but he's a solid quarterback. I I think he got overpaid, in my opinion, because uh, based off of what I'm seeing from the Saints, he's going to be a bridge quarterback. Because they are soon to be in a full rebuild mode because they're going to have no wide receivers. Michael Thomas is hurt again. Alvin Kamara yeah. is in legal trouble. And I'm talking about felony legal trouble. Could be out for a couple yep. years, which is his career is done at that point. Yeah. Um, they have Marquez Callaway. Offensive line. Like, yeah, offensive line is, eh. Their defense is pretty solid, but Cam Jordan's getting he's getting old. Years, yeah. Uh, so the defense is going to be start fading away. Uh, I just, I think it's a good fit for him personally, but as far as a franchise, I think they made a mistake by signing him and giving him the amount of money that they gave him. Uh, maybe there's something that they, know, that we don't know, 
you know, I mean, the other thing is <clears throat> when the Saints played the Raiders, the Saints absolutely destroyed Derek Carr. Yeah. I mean, they made Derek Carr look like Zach Wilson in his worst game. You know, they, they tore him apart. So I'm trying to figure out what they saw in Derek Carr during those games that made them say, that's our guy. Yeah. That's our guy right there. So I'm confused on that one. So 100%. With me, the Saints, the reason why I said the Saints get better, I don't think they're personally there. I think they stayed the same. The reason why I say that, and Orion says Olave, they do have Chris Olave, solid. But other than that, they really don't have anybody. And you saw with Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not the quarterback that's going to elevate his players around him. We saw that. Yeah. He had Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, who's a top five slot corner. They had Darren Waller's top five tight end. He had all these weapons. Josh Jacobs, top five running back. All these weapons. And the Raiders did nothing. Now he's going now, to the Saints <clears throat> where he doesn't have a top defense. He doesn't have a top tight end. He, he has Chris Olave, who is a great receiver. He's not Devontae Adams. I had to break that to any uh, Saints fans out there. He's not Devontae Adams, at least at this point in his career. Again, Alvin Kamara might be in the slammer soon. And Michael Thomas, a.k.a. Slant God, uh, he can't even get on the field. So is he a better quarterback than what they have on the roster? Yes. Do the Saints get better? No. Because it's not like a Pat Mahomes who's going to take the no talent that he has around him and elevate him. It's not like uh, the Joe Burrow. No talent. I mean, he's got Olave, but that's... No, I'm talking about... You just said Patrick Mahomes is going to take the no talent around him? What? Well, okay. He's, they lost Tyreek Hill. They, he has Travis Kelsey and Kadarius Tony, Kadari- but that's really it. But I'm talking about, like, as far as... Elev- everyone thought everyone thought without uh, Tyreek Hill that Pat Mahomes could take a step back. Now, I think Travis Kelsey is more of an important piece to Pat Mahomes than Tyreek Hill was, but nonetheless... Pat Mahomes didn't really lose a beat when they lost Tyree. That's what I meant. Now, gotcha. Pat Mahomes made uh, McCall Hardman some money, right? Hardman's leaving the Chiefs before, you know, but then I was like, hey, maybe he's going to be a third-string wide receiver somewhere, third. But now he's maybe wide receiver two uh, looking at some teams. So that's, that's what I meant as far as elevating talent around gotcha. him. Uh, Derek Carr does not do that. Uh, you get what Derek Carr, you get what Derek Carr. And the fact that it scares me when you have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, and your Raiders could this, don't could do this have been a Could this have been a, another situation where we say that the coaching staff is the at fault? Oh, I, now, I, okay, I will, I will Cause, agree there. Because Josh McDaniels, I, he is a horrible head coach. He was sucked with the Broncos. Uh, yep. Uh, offensive mastermind with the quote-unquote uh, Patriots, but <clears throat> it's not hard to be a mastermind when you've got Tom Brady at quarterback. Nope. <laughs> and so, no, I do agree. Josh, The only problem with the Raiders is they overpaid for Josh McDaniels, and they kind of locked in with Josh for a couple years. Uh, so I do agree. Maybe it could be a coaching thing in Derek Carr, new scenery. I just, I just I mean, don't the, know. you got to look at who – so – I don't want to defend Derek Carr too much because a lot of the failures are on his shoulders, Mm. uh, but a lot of them aren't. I mean, you have to look at the past three years of their number one draft picks. 
in jail or not even on a roster anymore. Yeah, that's stereotypical Raiders draft pick. <laughs> his most recent coaches, his most recent coaches, absolutely terrible. And the coach previous to that caused such a stir and chaos and havoc within the locker room, uh, on the yeah. field, and within the NFL that took away from the game. Yeah. Uh, it's every single season, it's been something. Every single season, it's been a head coaching issue. It's been a, all right, this is our number one draft pick. He's going to be good. He gets locked up. All right, this is our this is our next year's number one draft pick, and he just showed a ton of guns on Instagram and threatening to kill people, and he's gone. Yeah. This past season was the first time where it was Derek Carr's got a team, but then Darren Waller gets hurt. At minimum, he was out for four weeks. Yeah. I think he was out for longer total, but he was out for four weeks. Then you have. Adams with his incident with the cameraman that took away from the game. The spotlight was on Adams in Las Vegas. You know, you know, getting charged with that and possibly facing legal actions and all this other stuff. There's always something going on with the Raiders franchise that has taken away from the game of football, and I think that has a lot to do with how Derek Carr played Mm -hmm. and how the Raiders did not find success. So I think. A change of scenery, getting a different head coach that's not complete trash and completely overpaid, having a young wide receiver like Olave could possibly give Derek Carr a chance to rejuvenate, showcase what he actually can do. You know, having an environment where it's cool, it's calm. For the most part, everything's kind of, you know, there's no dust up in the air. Everything's kind of settled outside of Alvin expect- Kamara. The expectations, that's what really is going to help them because there's not high expectations yeah. for the Saints. It's not like the Raiders no. where they have a squad and they're like, hey, why are you not performing with the Saints? You know, that no one thinks the Saints are going Super Bowl just because they got Derek Carr. There's not a lot of pressure on them. So I, I, I do see your point there. I will say, though, if I'm a um... – if I'm a Saints fan, I don't like it. I don't they, like the signing. I, I'd rather just go full rebuild at this point. Trade Michael Thomas yeah. out. Uh, if Alvin Kamara beats his case, trade Alvin Kamara out because, you know, apparently the man can't, you know, stay out of trouble. He's aging also. Yeah. I mean, he's maybe one or two more years where he'll be considered a top Top-tier five, man. top ten uh, running back, and then he's he's going to start fading. Uh so I, I don't know. Maybe they have. I don't know. They got something that they're brewing over there yeah. that uh, attracted Derek Carr to the team. Uh, I don't know why they, he didn't go to the Jets. He had the option to go to the Jets, and yeah. he was just like, "I'm going to New Orleans." If I'm the Saints, like you said, I would rather like go younger because you're allowing you have Olave, who's a young quarterback or receiver, and you're going to allow a young quarterback to kind of grow with that receiver and kind of mature together. And I, I like Derek Carr, man. I do. But he's all right. He's all right, you know. He's nothing, he's nothing special. He's not going to wow you. Is he a smart player? Yeah. He threw a lot of interceptions this year. Could be because, you know, everyone was getting hurt. Renfo did yeah. have a down year himself as a receiver. So 
the Saints, did they get better? I think that's to, to you know, to you say yes, I say about the same. I don't think they got worse. I'll say that. I don't think they got worse. No. Um, but that thing with the Saints is to be to be determined. Agreed. <clears throat> What's another uh, quarterback out there? Aaron Rodgers, we talked about a little bit. Um, I don't know if you want to keep going on that or just kind of skip through that because there's nothing really on it outside of him maybe going Yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip through that one. That one, I, I just – there's nothing really on it know, I, until something kind of molds. Yeah, and I, I think the Jets would be stupid to go all in on Aaron Rodgers, an aging quarterback mm-hmm. who's contemplating retirement every single season, where he has to go to a dark room chamber to decide his fate. Yeah. And uh, you know, in his attitude the past couple of years uh, as a GM, uh, that would turn me away from him. Uh, the fact that he wouldn't take a pay cut to keep a good team together is also another issue for me uh i wouldn't want to have ar can be like hey i got five years of top tier football left in me and then he just didn't show up and then he doesn't show up or he does show up but then he's not willing to take a pay cut to keep Mm -hmm. players like sauce gardner around or wilson around or uh knight or anybody like that you know i don't see the positive you know because if he doesn't show up you just paid top money for a quarterback that probably going to dip out on you because he gets irritated with the team he can't win he's not playing the football he wants to play he goes to his uh, retreatment camp and then decides to retire and then you're screwed i will say this one thing about uh, aaron Rodgers and the jets uh so everyone know he was like you know I won't say anti-vax, but he didn't want to get the the shot. And the owner of the Jets owns Pfizer. So it's kind of <laughs> kind of funny how yeah. the Jets dude was like the owner of the COVID-19 vaccine. And I don't care about your political. If you are for the shot or against the shot, I don't care. Keep it to yourself. No one cares. Uh, but uh, it's just kind of – I just think it's kind of uh, ironic that uh, he was like, I'm not getting the vaccine. And then the owner of the vac- uh, company that who made the vaccine – it's like, hey, come on, my team. It's just to me, it's just yeah. kind of funny. But uh, other than that, Taylor, do you want to remind these people to make sure they follow us before we get into this mock draft? Yeah, guys, make sure you follow us on the YouTubes, as uh, older folks say, or the tubes. Uh, make sure you put that bell notification on so when we go live, whether it's on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever day it is, you get notified. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Twitter. We are on there. We will respond. We like it when you guys comment. We like it when you guys interact. We want to know what you got to say. We want to know what you want us to talk about. Everything you got going on out there that you want us to talk about, let us know. We'll throw it into the show. But make sure you follow us on Spotify as well. So when you're on the road and you want to hear us with our terrible takes or our great takes, you can sit there and listen and come up with some stuff that you want to talk about to us about on our next show all right taylor last time we got kind of discombobulated so i don't know if you want to pull it up on your phone real quick pff and we can kind of like i'll tell you obviously pick by pick and we'll just make the picks together i think this is how we should do it all right instead of going pick for pick we just go straight down you do your first i'll do my first second second third third just like that what do you mean, like? Our own personal, like, drafts, like, instead of, yeah. 
So like you'll do yours, and then I'll tell you who I think is going to be taken. Okay, I got you. One. All right. So then make sure you screenshot whoever you got on your, you know, your final first round pick. Uh, that okay. makes it easier. So guys, you're going to see on, I guess, the screen my mock draft, and you'll kind of hear Taylor's mock draft as he speaks when we get to the the point. All right. Uh, make sure everyone can see this on the stream. Can't remember if I need a. I think I need to move it over here. There we go. And then uh, we'll hide this. Just one second. Where's it at? I'm just going to hide everything because I can't tell what I'm looking at here. All right, there we go. Oh, go back. Make that bigger. All right. <clears throat> uh, Taylor, before we start this, any... And are you going to do any trades or anything? Like, do I need to wait for you to – are we just doing no trade uh, <clears throat> like we did last time? Uh, We'll do no trade. All right. So I'm not going to edit draft order. One round. We don't need two rounds. Do select all. All right. I'm pressing enter draft now. Uh, You want to go first? Chicago Bears are on the clock. All right, yeah, so if Chicago keeps number one, I got them taking Will Anderson. That's been the uh, talk. That's been the buzz. Uh, that's what they need. They need some type of defensive uh, player in the draft uh, to beef that up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Will Anderson, first round. All right. Uh, I first do, round draft pick. I'm going to agree with Will Anderson before I would probably say Jalen Carter. I still think they are going to trade back in real life. I think they're going to. It's just my yes, point. absolutely. Uh, but we're doing no trades here, guys. So we're coming here. So I'm going to go with Anderson just because J- Jalen Carter's arrest uh, going on. So I'm going to go with Anderson as well. Uh, then we got the Texans at two. I think we might both agree with here. Um, but you might have something different now. Who do you got? So if it is if the draft order stays the exact same, I've got the Houston Texans taking Anthony Richardson. Okay. Uh, I like that them for them. I'm gonna go Bryce Young. I just think that a lot of teams have consensus. Uh, Bryce Young's top their top quarterback. So we yep. differ there on quarterbacks there, but I still think they're taking quarterback. They got to. Uh, pick number three. This is where I would originally have one Anderson if Jalen Carter didn't get arrested. Uh, on the clock, I'm gonna <laughs> go with uh, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Personally, I think he is a great edge defender and. He's got a lot of upside. So that was going to be my pick as well. Uh, but I'm going to actually go with uh, Jalen Carter. Uh, I think that his playing ability is just, there's just too much upside mm-hmm. for him. And I, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to affect him that much. Gotcha. All right. Pick four. This is where it comes down to me. Uh, CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson. Uh, to me, man, it just depends on who. <clears throat> to me, it's come out that the Colts are down to Stroud and Richardson. So if you guys are wondering who they're going to take, it's either one of these two quarterbacks. Uh, it just depends on who they value more. I like Richardson here simply because of what he can do with Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to take Anthony Richardson at four. All right. Well, I got Anthony Richardson off the board already, so I'm going with Bryce Young to the Indianapolis Colts. All right. Like that pick now with the Seattle Seahawks and guard uh, center D lineman. They kind of need a little bit of everything. Ah, man, this is Jalen Carter. is still on my board and I, that is very enticing. 
But I think I'm going to go with, again, legal trouble. I'm going to go with, and he, we talked about him. He's a winner of the combine for me. Uh, Kalijah Cansey out of Pittsburgh. Uh, they need the defense lineman and 4'6", 40, uh, almost 300 pounds. You can't pass up on that. So I'm going to go Cansey. Uh, All right, I got, um, based off of the rumor mill, uh, you know, they're still looking to add a quarterback to their roster. Mm -hmm. And I think they would be uh, stupid not to go ahead and take uh, C.J. Stroud if he's still on the board here, All right. which he is on mine. He's on mine as well. All right, it's a good pick. It's a good pick, especially with Geno. Maybe, maybe his one year was a fluke, and they need a quarterback to step in. Um, could be it. Uh, we got the. I have the Lions. To me, they need a corner. I'm gonna I go. I think we both got this one. I'm going Christian Gonzalez just because yeah, I. That's who I got. Yeah, I think I like Weatherspoon, but Christian Gonzalez ran a great forty, and I just think he kind of solidified. Maybe solidified himself as a top corner in this draft. All right. I'm going the same, by the way. All right. Uh, with the Raiders on the clock, uh, again, they need a quarterback at this point. Uh, I could see uh, – I have Stroud still sitting there, so I'm thinking the Raiders will take Stroud. But I think, again, they could take Levis. They love the big arms. So who do you got them taking? I got them taking Stroud. All right, I got Will Levis going to the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, uh, Colts mania. Why do we have? Why do I have AR going to the Colts? Because the Colts are down to uh, Anthony Richardson and Stroud per reports, and I'm just going upside here. He runs a four four three, and uh, not a Raiders fan. I am not CJ Stroud. He's very accurate, and I like CJ Stroud, but I'm just going off. Kind of the upside and everything like that. Again, the Zach Wilson kind of thing. He had a big pro day, big combine. Going for upside here. Uh, then we have the Panthers at nine. Or, I mean, the Falcons at eight. Sorry, skipped the person. Lucas Van Ness. You're going Lucas Van Ness. Uh, I like that. I think this is where I'm going to put Jalen... I think this will end, end his slide for me personally. If you're taking Van, Van Ness is a dominant edge defender, though, out of Iowa. And then we have nine with the Panthers. Uh, Tyree Wilson for right. me. With the Panthers, I'm going to give them Will Levis here. I think that uh, Frank Reich is a quarterback guru. They need a quarterback. I still have Will Levis on the board, so I'm going Panthers there. We have Philly on the clock. I'm going Devin Witherspoon, personal uh, thing. This is kind of report reports. This is kind of who the Eagles are leaning towards. If you follow uh, the NFL, this is kind of their either defensive end or Devin Witherspoon. And with him still being on my board, I'm going Devin Witherspoon, especially with the loss of James Bradbury. Uh, Darius Slay's not getting any younger. They now, per history of the Eagles, they don't necessarily draft a quarterback corner in the first round. They haven't done that since Lito Shepard but I'm going to go with Devin Witherspoon here. I'm in concurrence with you there. Especially, they, I mean, they got to replace uh, Bradbury. Yeah. And then we have the Titans on the clock. 
Um, the Titans can kind of a wild card here. This is interesting. Yeah. yeah. They could go offensive line. They do need to tackle, but I don't know. For some reason, I like Jackson Smith, the Jigba. He's my number one receiver in this draft. They, I just think Quentin Johnson is a Titans receiver, and so that's who's going to be my pick. I don't know. He's a big, big, big receiver that they, they kind of like, and they have Trey on uh, Burks as well, so I think that would be a nice compliment. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to go with Peter Skronsky, mm-hmm. offensive line, Northwestern. I like that. It, with Skronsky, too, what I like about Skronsky is he does have short arms, so if he doesn't work at tackle, you can throw him right in the guard, and he'll be a top-tier guard. So you're not you're not missing out. Um, with the Texans on the clock, they got their quarterback. Uh, they need some defense alignment, but they do. You know, Mechie coming, you know, coming back from quote-unquote injury, you know, I'm glad he's healed from his leukemia. I think they, they could take a receiver here. And Jackson Smith, he at the combine, his routes were so crisp. And like I said, he moved up on my board a little bit. He was like number three on my board before. But at that combine, he just sowed explosiveness, great route, great route running, and great hands. And so I think that, again, I like when you draft a receiver and a quarterback together because they can mold and come together. They have Damian Pierce. They have Mechie. And I think I'm going to go Jackson Smith and Jigba here. I do get that with the draft and a quarterback and a receiver so they can mold. But I think with drafting a quarterback and then you have a player whose first season uh, is going to be this upcoming season since he was out with uh, Meche, I think they need to beef up that defense a little bit. So I'm going Brian Brees. I like that. I like that. It's, they do, you know, listen, they got a defensive-minded head coach. I do like that pick. And yeah. I was, I was thinking about defense there was for sure. Uh, with the Jets, you know, quarterback, tackle, linebacker, they still got Peter Skrinsky. To, be, to me, uh, Peter Skrinsky is not my number one tackle. I actually have Anton Harrison as my number one, although Paris Johnson is kind of 1A, 1B for me. I like Paris Johnson and Anton Harrison uh, out of Oklahoma. <clears throat> I think Anton's going to rise up on boards as we move on doing the pro day and stuff like that. So I am going to go with Anton Harrison here. All right, I'm going to go with um... – I'm going to go Paris Johnson. All right. I like that. The Jets the Jet need, you know, they need a tackle. So you're not missing out. Like I said, I love Paris Johnson as well. Those Ohio State, you know, offense linemen usually work out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he was going 13 or 14 for me either way. So, yeah. Uh, with the uh, Patriots on the clock, they need an edge defender, tackle, quarterback is kind of what PFs is saying. But I don't think they need a quarterback. They're all in on Mark, uh, Mac Jones. And they also have Zappy. So I don't think they're going quarterback. Obviously, that'd be dumb of the Patriots to do. At that point, they're saying they give up on Mac Jones. Uh, they could go tackle here. I think they they are in play they, to get they, a good they tackle. They definitely need to go suit. tackle. Uh, but this is where I think maybe Lucas Van Ness kind of fits in with helping that pass rush there. He's a monster, and I, he's one of my favorite defense players in this draft. All right, I'm going to go uh, Broderick Jones. All right, definitely, uh, definitely bulk up and help Mac Jones on that offensive line. Yeah, uh, I mean Trent Brown is entering his last year. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to need that help for sure. Uh, Green Bay on the clock. 
they could go tight uh, wide receiver here. Uh, I like Zay Flowers a lot for them. Zay Flowers is one of my favorite receivers in this draft, if you guys know me. Uh, they could go tight end. It's really, to me, again, it just, how are you going to help Jordan Love? Because right now I think Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next year with just how everything is looking. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I don't. Uh, Jordan Addison kind of came in a little small at the, at the combine. Zay Flowers bulked up, ran still very well. But it could go tight end, get Dalton uh, Kincaid, uh, who I think they probably like more than Myers, although I like Myers a lot. But to me, to me Myers, he's going Tampa Bay for me just because he's kind of that prototypical Tampa Bay tight end who's also another tight end needy team. I've got Michael Meyer or Mayers going to Green Bay. Yeah, my, okay, so that, that's who my pick is. I'll split there. Then you you get Myers, I'll get King Kate, and we'll see if who's tight end gets picked. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, with Washington on the clock, they need a guard. And every time I do this mock draft, Osiris Torrance out of Florida, he's my number one guard. He is a monster, and I'm just going to give them Osiris Torrance. I just I think he's a commander's guard. I think he's going to be great. Fitting in there for him to help Sam Howell get some help uh, passing that ball there for protection. I'll agree there. Uh, and then we have the Steelers coming up, and they need a tackle linebacker in corner. And I really want to go Joey Porter Jr. because obviously his dad played for the Steelers, and Joey uh, Porter Sr. played linebacker there. Uh, they need tackle. Paris Johnson's still sitting there, and I think even though Joey Porter is sitting there, and that's the son of former Steelers, great. I Paris Johnson Jr. just intrigues me too much. I have to take him to protect Kenny Pickett. He just needs that help. Who'd you take? Paris Johnson Jr. All right, I'm taking Darnell Wright. All right, good pick, good pick. Now, with the Lions now, guys, if you guys are coming in, this is a no-trade mock draft. So, obviously, there are going to be some trades that we think might happen, but right now we're just trying to maneuver the draft as if there is absolutely no trades. Uh, with the Lions, uh, who'd I take with the Lions? Christian Gonzalez, they got their corner. They need defense alignment. I'm going to go, man. I'm going to go Brian uh, Brissy. Uh Pairing him with Aiden Hutchinson, I think that's a pretty dominant uh, defense line there. They also have James Houston out of uh, Jackson State who showed up, put up, what, nine sacks in like six games. So that defense line bolsters. They need, they need defense. So Yeah, I'm going Nolan Smith. I mean – I think him and Aiden, and then uh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, James Houston. Mm-hmm. I think the three of them. I think it would be a a fairly good complimentary uh, squad there. So I'm going Nolan Smith for sure out of Georgia. Um, yeah, I like Nolan Smith. Man, he helped himself a lot in the combine, like a lot, and a lot, a lot. And the fact that I still have him, to be honest, he could go top 10 like 10 to 15 range not top 10 but probably 10 to 15 range it's just there's a it's really hard to kind of find these players and his injury history is the only reason why i would maybe let him slip down this far now the tampa bay buccaneers they're banking on kyle trash they've already said that and kind of they're that's kind of their guy for this upcoming season and this is where you took myers before they need a tight end they lost gronk uh, and everything like that. To begin, Myers is Myers a better blocker than Kincaid, but he's also kind of a you know he's a good receiver, better blocker. He's kind of overall 
better as far as if you're looking for Travis Kelsey, you go Kincaid. If you're looking for more of an overall tight end, like a Mark Andrews and stuff like that, I think you go Meyer. So I'm going Meyer here. All right. Uh, he definitely fits there perfectly. Uh, I'm going to go Brian Branch because that secondary is in need of some work, yeah. especially with a free agency coming up. There's a lot of players that might not yeah. be coming back. So I'm going Brian Branch. I agree. And Colts Mania, the only reason why I put Paris there is because for me, Peter's more of a guard. He has very short arms. Uh, they're going to try him on a tackle, whoever team picks him, but I think ultimately he moves in the guard, and that's why the Seahawks sitting here, I'm going to go with Peter uh, Skorinski because I think, and I project him to go to guard later in his, you know, later in his career. So I think the Seahawks pick him a nice offensive lineman there who I think is going to move inside. I got Jackson Smith. All right, that's a good pick. Um, can't go wrong with the wide receiver. Los Angeles Chargers. Definitely a wide receiver needed team. Keenan Allen is, uh, you know, he's always hurt. Uh, Mike Williams caught the injury bug as of late. Zay Flowers is still sitting on my board, so I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. I've got Zay Flowers as well. And then another wide receiver needed team, the Ravens. Um, they need an edge defender, though. Miles Murphy's still sitting there. And to me, that is intriguing. Uh, I think, and they don't, they don't hit on wide receivers. They've, Admitted that, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miles Murphy here just because help with the, the uh, pass rush, and I just, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the Ravens need because they need a lot. So I'm just gonna agree with you, (laughs) especially with this Lamar situation Situation, going on. It's just, I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Now with the Vikings, they need a corner. They need linebackers. They just got rid of Eric Kendricks, who has been there for a while. They need a new quarterback. <laughs> they need they need a new quarterback. Uh, you know, Kurt Cousins, Curdy was it Kurt Cochains or something like that. Yeah. Uh, not, but I, there's not a quarterback left that I see them willing no, to no, take. No, no, I know no, they're no. kind of heavy on AR fifteen, but I think he's gone by now. I think a corner that really helped his draft stock is Deontay Banks. I know Joey Porter. Deontay. I think. Yeah, I think I still got Joey Porter there, and I love Joey Porter Jr. But Banks really helped himself in the draft. He had fluid hips. I mean, he ran a great forty, great vert. I mean, he had a great combine. He's one of those players that maybe were slept on, maybe helped themselves earn some money, and I think they earned some money here. And I'm going with Banks. You going I'm in agreement. Okay. Yep. So with the Jaguars, uh, I'm taking Brian Ban- uh, Branch. He's the best safety in the draft. They need DB help. It's just, to me, that's simple. All right. I'm going Darwin Jones out of Ohio State. Okay. I like that. And then with Nolan Smith, they do need a tight end. I Or not Nolan Smith, the Giants. I think this is where the Giants get uh, they help. You know, they have Thibodeau, they have Nolan Smith. That would be a great pass rush, and I think this is where Nolan Smith's slide stops because, hey, Thibodeau and Nolan Smith, that is, you have to get after the quarterback in the NFC East at this point. And uh, 4-3-9, defensive end, like that's that's great. And he can stand up as well. So, uh, so I think the Giants needs – they need a wide receiver. Uh, they definitely need wide receivers, but I think they might go free agency. That's why the only reason why. Yeah. I want no. I'm going. I am going to go with. 
knowing knowing the uh, the Giants will probably draft Jalen Hyatt, but uh, mm, I'll go Jordan Addison. Okay, I like that pick. I, I was thinking about Jordan Addison for them. Again, he measured a little shorter. But he's still a great route runner. He's got good hands. They have Wendell Robinson. That's pretty much it. So I do like that Addison pick for the Giants as well. I would not complain if I was a Giants fan there. Yeah. Uh, with the Cowboys needing a wide receiver, speaking of Addison, I'm giving him Addison. <laughs> uh, they they need wide receiver help. Uh, they have Pollard. They just fr- franchise tagged him. Uh, I think Addison just kind of helps with that kind of that slot area. I do believe they need some wide receiver help. Uh, CD is definitely uh, their number one guy, but he definitely needs some. Yeah. He needs some help. So uh, let's see. Who do we got here? I'll go Quentin Johnson. All right. You still have him on your board. So I like that. That's a good fit. Good outside receiver. Um, So we kind of picked half, you know, Split there. I took the the slot guy, and you took the outside yeah. guy. Either way, I think the the Cowboys are in a better position. With, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the Bills on the board. Oh man, they just lost Jordan Poyer. They're losing uh, Edmonds. Do I? I. They got that Kyrie Elam, and they they don't need a corner. They definitely don't need a corner. We got left here at tight end. Or see, I don't see. I don't see if anyone card. I'm gonna surprise you with my pick. The Bills could lose out on Diggs. Diggs is tweeted like cryptic tweet of saying goodbye. I just I don't know. I think they go value here. I guess. And is my guy still there? Okay. I love Steve. Uh, Avila from TCU. He's a great guard. He's guard number two in this draft. And I think he can play center. So I think with them needing center or guard help, I think they could. He could sneak into the first round, bottom of the first. I they think if you really want him. Buffalo Bills take Bajan Robinson. Singletary's not it. Oh, well they now they do have you, uh, you at you at Cook. Yes, but. Look, you get Robinson in there. That's a I like that. I like that. I like that is a that's a dangerous team at that point. Yeah. I like that. With the, uh, now speaking of Robinson, Joe Mixon has some legal trouble going on, <laughs> and he's a potential free agent. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Bajon Robinson to the Bengals. <laughs> that, that man ain't gonna be a free agent. That man's gonna uh, be locked up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I like I like Bajon Robinson to the Bengals. You're replacing Mixon with a younger polished back so i like robinson to the Bengals. i think cincinnati can't go wrong there yeah i think with everything going on with uh mixon uh it definitely changes up their need Mm -hmm. uh i think they i I think you know the past few years or not past few years the past year or two mixon really hasn't showed up as much as he should have you know he's he's had some games where it's like, woo, man, yeah. that dude can run. But then you have some games where he'll get like 20 touches and he doesn't even break 100 yeah. or 50 or anything like that. Uh, so I'm going to – they're going to need to take a running back. So – Yeah, Jameer Gibbs. 
it's either Gibbs. Yeah, I'm going Gibbs. Gibbs is electric, so it yeah. can't go wrong. Gibbs with is that. good for sure. Yeah, and he had a good combine. Yeah, definitely ran. Uh, definitely ran fast. Now we have the Saints on the board. They could go a uh, Tanner McKee here. I don't think Tanner McKee's worth a first round pick, and I think they just got Derek Carr. I mean, I know they got Derek Carr, so they're not really in the looking for you know quarterback here, and they're not going to waste a first round pick on a corner uh, quarterback now. Uh, Joey Porter still sitting on the board. I think they take Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. I think his slide stops. He's a good fit. They need a corner. Uh, I think he all around. You know, it's a pretty good pick for the Saints for me. I think with that aging defense, I got Mozzie Smith. I like Mozzie Smith. He's a he's a good defensive uh, defense interior lineman. With the Eagles on the board, they got their corner. With Miles Sanders leaving, Boston Scott potentially leaving. If they don't, I think they sign either one. There's potential talks about Miles Sanders coming back on a cheaper deal. However, listen, you just took Gibbs, and I think I'm taking Gibbs here. I just think it's like that offense with Jameer Gibbs and Jalen Hurts and Kenneth Gainwell, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, you know. It's just electric with Gibbs. I think that what he is, he's also a slot receiver at the same time. He has great hands, so I'm taking Gibbs. All right. I think with, uh, I mean, I, it's not confirmed whether Kelsey's retiring or not. So I think if with that, like being in doubt and question, I think you need to go with some type of protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with Osiris. Torrance. All right. I thought you already took him with the uh, with Washington. No. Who'd you take with Did Washington? I? Yeah. <laughs> you said you agreed. Let me, go. Let me go up. I may have. I think you did. All right. Let me see who else is on the board here for. <laughs> As you get a lot. And when you make these mock drafts and you're not like, you can't see half the board, you're like, oh, who'd I draft already? Like, I don't, I don't remember who I drafted, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm oh. not, I'm not on the, I'm not on the same side as you. So I'm. What side right, are you on? See. You're not on PFF, are you? You should be able to type in no, no matter where you're at. Search, like, search players. All right. Let's see here. They need some help. Uh, I mean, any help's good help. Yeah. I don't think I've taken him. I don't think, I don't know if that's, he's first rounder. Uh, There's Will McDonald still sitting on the board, edge uh, rusher, and they do like their edge rushers. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm just looking at the list here. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. Uh... The draft's already over at this point, Taylor. Just <laughs> draft yeah, game right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're getting ready uh, to start drafting for the 2020, uh, 2025 season. We'll just go with Jordan McFadden. I don't think I've taken him yet. Guard to the Eagles. I, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is they have Cam Jurgens, and I think they're going to try to bring back Kelsey. He's just a fan favorite, and he's still top center. And they have Cam Jurgens, who's his backup. 
That's why I like he can play guard. He's going to play guard, but he was really drafted to replace Kelsey. So it's kind of it for that. Um, with the Kansas City Chiefs, they're losing. this one's easy. To me, they're losing. Sorry. Uh, Brod- you know, you're good. Roger Jones still sitting there. Orlando Brown uh, is potentially on the move. So they could go Project Jones and get tackle. Will McDonald interests me. He's still sitting there for me, especially with Remember, Frank they're re- Clark. They're releasing, yeah, they're releasing Frank Clark. So yeah. So with that being like with that being said, I, I will take Will McDonald here. I think it's a solid pick for the Chiefs. All right, and I don't believe I've taken Will McDonald yet. So I'm going to go in agreement with you. I think that's a good fit. Uh, especially with that release. Yeah. And plus, I think it'll, yeah, I think that's a perfect fit for him. I mean, they definitely don't need any uh, wide receivers or tight ends or running backs or anything like that. So, and that offensive line is still stacked. Yeah. Now, I guess they could take tackle with Orlando Brown, uh, potentially on the move, but uh, following year. So I don't know if they're going to re-sign him or not, but, uh, they could find that in free agency or later in the draft. I mean, this draft this draft is pretty solid on the as far as the offense line and defensive line. So, all right, let's get us back up here. Minimize that and put our okay. That's great. There. That's what? fantastic. What? Whatever site I was on just crashed. Oh, you didn't get to save it. No. Oh. You're messing up here. All right. Let me close that down. Close that down. Uh, there we go. All right. I'll try and go through later and uh, read through mine because it's completely. Yeah. I got you. All right. With that being said, guys, thank you guys for coming out. That was our mock draft. If you guys want to know our full breakdown again, you guys can rewatch the show. We will be breaking it up. We do our draft. We did our combine winners and losers today. Talked while we liked Anthony Richardson. Obviously, we're still a little weary about him. He does have to get his his footwork down. And that's pretty much what Anthony Richardson has to face: is his footwork. He's got to get his top and his bottom evened up. And if he can do that, he can be great. Uh, C.J. Stroud, best passer at the combine. Will Levis, uh, Stetson Bennett, winner of the combine as well, as far as quarterbacks go. But guys, make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button. We are on Spotify, so if you want to listen to us on the go, make sure you follow us there as well. But again, hit that subscription button for YouTube and the notification button. And uh, thank you guys for coming out. And uh, Taylor, anything you would like to say before we uh, peace out? Uh, Yeah, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Uh, My dad's going to kill you. All right. Peace out, guys. Much love from the booth. We will be live next week. Make sure you follow us on all socials.